This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. And the player who's under the most pressure, I don't even think it's debatable, is Lamar Jackson. He cannot afford another playoff disappointment. We all know the one knock against Lamar Jackson is the playoffs. I think the team with the most pressure, and look, it's the playoffs, but I think the pressure is most on the Buffalo Bills. They've been trying for three years to somehow get past the Chiefs. You beat them in Kansas City this year, you have to, have to, have to win this game. There are no excuses. So, no excuses from Lamar Lamar Jackson, and certainly no excuses for the Buffalo Bills. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. That was already an hour. One hour flew by like that. I was doing the miming, snapping my fingers. I didn't want to actually snap my fingers. But uh, first hour just flies by. Two hours still to go. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Of course, the number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Now, Harvey, if there were a caller, if I told you you had to pick one of our regular, it doesn't have to be a regular caller, but one of our callers to come and help you in the studio today to fill in for Joe Leo, who uh, is apparently sick, even though he's up at nine o'clock in the morning listening. Is there, there's, is there a name that comes to mind? Is it Jose in Brooklyn? Is it uh, Buddha in the Bronx? Maybe Spike in St. Pete? Is there, is there a caller who you would say, you know what, if I have to take somebody, I'll take that guy? No. Wow. That is, that is why would you just immediately, you didn't even weigh it? No, I got to, no, because uh, this is going to sound awful for me, but I'm not the most uh, helpful guy. Uh-huh. Oh, don't, unless, don't I know it? Yeah. Unless, uh, unless we're like you know we already like coworkers established and all that stuff, I'll be as helpful as I can be. But given how the given the, the task at hand, especially doing this show, mm-hmm. the heavy lifting that's involved here, you know, there's not much patience, especially from the host. You know, you got to balance the host out and what he wants to do or he she wants to do. There's a lot going on. Me, I'm the easiest person to work with on this station. I, I did not say your name. You said he. I, I think we know who you were. Anita's on after me. You weren't referring to Anita. I said she. No, you said he, and then you kind of threw half-heartedly to throw me off the scent. Well, what's going on? Don't get sensitive now. Don't get so defensive. It's not about you. You make it about me. You make it about me. That's the problem. All right, fine. I was trying to find you some help, but now forget it. Now you're on your own. You just bashed you the, screw, the- You screw it up all by yourself now. <laughs> you think so? You think it's all done yeah, from now? Yeah. From now I like how you're telling me, you know, I'm not the easiest person to, to work. Don't I know it, buddy? Don't I know it? All right. There's Harvey Cruz. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's talk a little Giants, shall we? Because this does not happen very When you are a fan of a bad team, especially, I would say, especially in the NFL, the offseason is the one time where you can really kind of delude yourself into thinking next year. No, next year it's going to be better. This is the fun time. This is the time where we're changing our coach or we're getting a new GM or there's the draft. We're going to have a really high draft pick this year or there's free agency where you're going to make a trip. The offseason is where fans of bad teams have their fun because once the regular season starts, well, then, then the games start. 
So it's like, oh boy, they got to go through this again. But usually this time of year, if you said who's going to be the team that gets talked about more in the offseason, Jets and Giants are both coming off very disappointing seasons. Who do you think is going to be more in the spot? Well, it's just the Jets, just based on the fact they have Aaron Rodgers, just on the fact that um, the, the, their, their playoff drought is as long as it is and all this type of... The Giants are a team that generally tries to stay away from the spotlight where I don't know that the Jets are trying to chase the spotlight, but it just ends up that they're in the spotlight more often. Certainly that was the case last offseason. The Giants are coming off this playoff year, a playoff win, and yet still, who was the team that we were talking about the most in the offseason? It was the Jets. So maybe that makes sense because the Jets were bad last year. There were more things to do. They, dra- they, they uh, traded for, for a quarterback and all these type of things. But I think this year, it just flips. I think the Giants are by far the more interesting team than the Jets. You think about this Giants offseason, there's so many possibilities. The Giants are way more interesting. Somewhere right now, Aaron Rodgers, oh, we'll see about that. Have I ever told you my thoughts about Bigfoot? Um, but, but think about the Giants offseason. The first question is, what are you doing at quarterback? Are they going to draft a quarterback? Is there a quarterback that they like at six? Daniel Jones is going to be here. You don't have to take a quarterback. I think that it's, the problem is, is you're going into year three of Shane and Dable. If you don't get your quarterback this offseason, when are you going to get one? Right? You're not, you, you better not be picking six next year. If you're picking six next year, there might be a quarterback picked, but you ain't going to be the ones picking them. And I do think when you take a look at the, the, the landscape of the NFL and the, the teams in the playoffs this year, I do think it raises some questions about team building. Uh, there's two paths that you can kind of go. You can either take the quarterback really early and then build the team around them, or you could... I think that some teams have kind of built the team first and then they just kind of try and find the quarterback. I think the Lions built the team first and when they tra- made the trade for Goff, I don't think they looked at Goff as being the long-term solution. I think that they looked at him as a placeholder. But in the course of him placeholding, he's, he, he kind of took over that job as the guy long-term. I think the Browns kind of built their team and then kind of found the quarterback. And who knows, maybe they haven't found the quarterback as of late. But I think what we've seen from the Jets, from the Giants, other teams, there's no better way to ruin a quarterback than to simply just throw him in there and and trade a bunch of picks and hamper the way that you kind of hamstring your your team and, and trying to build your team by trading away a ton of picks. So there, there's some, some questions about how do you go about this if you're the Giants. We have a long way to go, like 100 days until the draft, and we'll try to go along that process and, and see what the Giants are actually going to do. We'll have a better idea when we get closer to the draft than we do now. But I think that there's two very distinct paths. Do you draft a quarterback at six? Or do you, you put that off because you know Daniel Jones is going to be here and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to put all the other things in place and then we'll somehow find the quarterback. Some, maybe it is a free agent. Maybe it is Daniel Jones comes back and gets healthy and stays healthy, although that seems pretty far-fetched at this point. Or maybe it is finding the quarterback down the road somewhere. Maybe it's finding him in the second round. Maybe it's finding him in a, a year from now. Who knows? I can say this much, and, and, and here's the thing. For people back here on planet Earth, Giant fans, 
you're not generally known as the delusional fan base. Not generally. But I've heard a lot of people talking and, and, and throwing the idea out there. What the Giants should do is they should trade up and get Caleb Williams. People, come on. Come, come back to planet. Harvey, you would know this. What do you call someone who talks a person down from being too high? Is there a term for that? Um, I don't think so. It's probably just being mean in simplest terms. just being mean? You talk no, like if somebody gets too high and they need to kind of be like walked through, is it, is it a guide? Oh, is that what you call it? Yes, yes. Okay. A manual, a guide, a lesson. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. This is what I get for asking Harvey. I am going for giant fans who have the idea of getting Caleb. I am here to talk you down because you're too high. You're 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 leaving planet. You're not getting. It. See, that just sounds condescending. You're talking Why? To, how? how you're talking down way? to people. I'm not talking down to dreams. The out. Giants are not drafting Caleb Williams. Look, I would just call that delusional. Yeah, I, I don't think it would happen. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to put a different spin on it. Sure. It is delusional, but maybe there's a re- look. Have you gone around and smelled some places lately? There's a lot of people who are partaking. I don't think it's a coincidence. So I want to be someone who can be that that guide to kind of walk you through the experience because clearly you cannot trust your own judgment. Let's just let's just throw the question. Let's just ask it, right? If that were to happen, it's not going to happen. How much would be given up to trade up to number one? Or just to get a, a quarterback of him or Drake May? Well, again, you're not getting Drake May because the team that has that pick is Washington, and they're in your division. They're not trading with you to begin with. Like I understand that because the draft is so far away, and I'm not saying this to you, I'm just saying this in general, that we have to kind of come up with conversations on the air. Let's, let's just try to limit the dumb conversations. That, that's all I'm trying to do. Let's not have done. You're not getting the second pick. You're not getting the first pick. I told you this when you were winning those meaningless, meaningless games, not to win. Moral victories were the only victories you should be looking for, because if you had just done that, if you had followed my idea, you would be sitting there at one or two. Instead, you're sitting at six. So you're not getting Caleb Williams. He's not available to you because the Bears are taking him. And even if they weren't taking, do you? It would probably take four number ones, or the equivalent. Maybe it's three number ones and two twos, or something along that. You would have to pay an exorbitant. The, the going rate right now is three number ones. It would be more than that for Caleb Williams because he's expected to be the the real deal. There's not that many questions given where he's getting picked. So. You could give up like three ones and two twos and a fifth and a, something along those lines or four ones. Something, it's going to be more expensive. And more importantly, the Giants need all the picks. They got a, they got a lot of picks this year. I think they're like fourth or third in terms of, of overall draft capital. They have some cap space again this year. So you're, you're not getting him. He's not available to you. Your chance to get him was when you were beating the Patriots and beating Washington and beating these teams that beating the Packers that you were all celebrating on that Monday. Oh, hell! you know what? The playoffs are not out of the realm of possibility. Right. But I'm insulting the people by saying that they might be doing things that they need to scale back a little bit because they can't trust their judgment. Okay.
All right. Sure I am. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Go back to the phone, shall we? Let's go to Dave. Dave's in the car. Dave, what's going on, my friend? Hey, what's happening? It's perfect timing with the question I, you know, was wanted to propose to you. I proposed it a few times in other talk shows, and I was like, you know, the Giants are in crisis mode. Some people push back. I'm like, the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles, if you look at their body of work, you look at how they had disastrous ends to their season, they still have a lot of good product in their locker rooms. When you look at the Giants, you see the thing, and and, and I'll bounce this off of you, when you see leadership start to leave, meaning we know that the running back is gone. We know that he's not returning. We know that those other coaches that were there who couldn't get along with Debo, they're gone. We know that no other team in the history of the sports has ever had 10 captains. The Giants did. There are just all these things that are coming out. And then you throw in the injuries, and in the last article they wrote about Debo, you start to see that he's actually deflected responsibility, which reminds me a little bit of Gase. Hey, not my problem, your problem to the other coaches. When leadership is leaving your organization, doesn't that validate your situation as crisis mode? Well, here's Dave. I don't think you're. I don't think you're crazy. And thanks for the phone call. Um, it, it's basically the Brian Dable coaching drama has been portrayed in one of two lights. Either a Dable is a is a tyrant, right? Can't work with anybody. He's too hard on. He's grinding people down. He's cursing when he's talking to people. He's a football coach. I just assumed he was coaching. Uh, That's the one side. The other side is uh, Wink Martindale was kind of like this team cancer. He had to be cut out. Brian Dable basically saved his job by by doing what he's done. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know. One, One side could be right. The other side could be right. Like most things, I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. I will say this. If it is the case that Wink Martindale was the problem, is the problem, and had to be ripped out root and stem, well, then there's good news for Giant fans. And that is he's gone. You you never have to think about him. You never have to hear about him again. He'll go be the coordinator someplace else. He's free to go wherever he wants, and you'll have a new defensive coordinator. And, And given with the results over the second half of the season, I think the Giants do have some good pieces on defense, things that you can build around. So whoever that coordinator is, he's not coming into a bare cupboard. He'll have some pieces to work with, and I expect the Giant defense will be good next year, as long as it works. And and there's no reason why to think that it, it wouldn't work. But you keep hearing report like Jordan Ronan with his uh, was it Breaking Big Blue podcast talking about that that Kafka could be going someplace else somewhere soon. It, it's the Giants got a lot of stuff to do this offseason, and the last thing they need is to be now having to fill two coordinator spots as well. That that is, if it happens with one coordinator, it's one thing. If it happens with like all three coordinators, there's good chance that there's something there's something up there. That's that's not a that's not a great look because. You just hire these guys. And part of the process of hiring these guys is to see who you're going to mesh with, who you're going to be able to work with, who's going to be able to work with you. And if you're already switching, if you're already on to plan B going into year three, that's a sign that plan A wasn't, wasn't drawn up all that well. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's go to John in North Bergen. John, what's going on, man? John in North Bergen. 
morning, Gordon. How you doing, boss? I'm good, John. What's going on, man? Harvey, company, Joe Leo, feel better. No, no, don't no mention Joe. He's, he's, he's not good enough to, to be here. He's dead. Uh, no, I know. I just want to say feel better. <laughs> but uh, thanks for taking my phone call, Gordon. Um, thanks, John. What you got? Oh, oh gee, uh, you know, just listening to what you're saying, I offered my help for to uh, to Harvey, but he he got it. He's good. He he's all right, man. But all right. Anyway, about what you're talking about, uh, I'm an underdog, man, bro. I'm an underdog, so I go for the you know like. Always, I'm a Giants fan, but I like to go for the underdog. But about the statue that you referenced about Leonard Marshall, yeah, I love that. That would be awesome. It would be great because I still get goosebumps when I see that play. Oh, it's a great but, play. It's a great hit. Oh, my God, it's amazing. But another one I would like to see would be the Otis O.J. Anderson when he was running the ball in the Super Bowl, and he clubbed um, – Mark Kelso, mm-hmm. remember yeah. that place? Sure, absolutely. That's iconic. So that would be a beautiful statue as well, man. What do you think? Well, I just and John, thanks for the phone call. I love the uh, the Marshall play because it's it's the the team that you're trying to take down in that spot. It's the quarterback who kind of represents what Mahomes is now, and that's why I kind of made the comparison because my team was going up against Mahomes, and he's the quarterback everybody's trying to beat and try to be better than, and that was Montana at the time, so. Uh, and, and that hit was great in a vacuum. Just in a va- just watch it. Oh, man, the ball comes flying out. And... But it wasn't in a vacuum. It was in a playoff game. So, and against the team that you wanted to beat and you wanted to take care of, there's no, there's no three-peat and all that type of stuff. So, uh, and you get back and win a Super Bowl. It was, it was just perfect. It was just a perfect play. And uh, I, I wish, if I had one wish... Uh, it would be to see my team ever have a, a play as significant as that. I would have traded everything for that last Saturday. But as we both know, as we both know, that didn't happen. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll take more of your giant phone calls. But we also, I don't know if this got mentioned enough this week. I don't know if it got mentioned at all. Do you realize, we all survived a very difficult event last week that we had no hand in creating but we had to make it through regardless and we did make it through most of us anyway so i feel like it has to be mentioned and talked about and i want to get your opinions on it and we'll do that next it's the gordon damer show it's 98.7 fm espn new york This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, people, listen up. ESPN New York presents an evening with Garrett Wilson, an intimate event in the Big Apple with Jet Star wide receiver. And for your chance to score passes to this exclusive event, including food and beverage, go to ESPNNewYork.com or find the contest page on the ESPN New York app and submit your entry. An evening with Garrett Wilson is brought to you by Corona and Sansone Auto Mall. Now, we are trying to not only entertain, but also inform. Harvey informs me, what was it, that the, the, the term for someone who walks you through being too high is a mentor? Is that what the term is? That's what I was told. How, how were you told this? Over the phone. Okay. Screening a call. Oh, I don't know. I'm asking you. 
What, you don't have you, to be so confrontational. I'm just me. asking a simple question. I didn't know if you looked it up. I did not look it up. I, somebody right. told me over the phone. Right. Somebody said I was call, a mentor. Somebody called Harvey and told him. He doesn't know this from personal experience. I'm looking at, here's what it says right here. A mentor. And so you did look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, my God. What, is, I'm it not re- is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Is it you? How did you find out this information? A person called me. Oh, okay. I thought you looked it up. Well, I did look it up. I'm looking it up now. I'm not a reporter. I'm not like confirming sources or anything. This isn't. I got a lot going on here. Exhausting. I think I'm coming down with something. Sure. What do you got? What are your symptoms, huh? Uh, I I think I need a mentor. I need somebody to start. I need to go through the whole process after this show, start to finish. An experienced and trusted advisor Mm -hmm. or an experienced person in the company, college, or school who trains and counsels new employees or students. As we understand what the definition of the word I mentor I, is. I don't we think, don't know if anybody ever uses that for to talk about people who are too inebriated. Yeah, I don't think it applies to the situation here. Well, I don't know that that term is going to be in a dictionary. If it was in a dictionary, I'd know it already. Consultant? Is that? Oh my, oh my God. Let's nail this down oh together. God. No, let's. Uh, uh, w- what way are you going? Because I'm going the opposite way. I'm going. It felt like that first hour flew by, and now the more Harvey, the, the, the time is standing still. Oh, stop it! All this right. is a smooth sta- sailing ship here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is ninety-eight point seven FM, ESPN, New York. I, I did want to mention, like, it didn't seem like it got all that much attention. But do you? We, we all survived something last week that it didn't seem like maybe all of us were going to survive. It was it was something nobody wanted to have to go through, but we did. We got through it. And that event was we all had to watch an NFL game on Peacock. Oh my God! We had to download an app. Oh. I feel like we should all have, t- for those that did it, I feel like we should all get T-shirts. I made it through an NFL game on Peacock. And I, maybe I shouldn't jump. For the people who have, like, parents who <laughs> you had to walk them through downloading an app, I can't, I can't imagine that that was easy. That was a real mentorship there. And afterwards, maybe you needed the, the first kind that we were talking through. But we all made it through somehow. We, when we get old and gray and we're sitting in our rocking chairs – or whatever we're sitting on when we're 90 years old, we can tell our grandkids about the time we had to figure out a way to download an app from the app store and then Chromecast it to our TV. And, and I've seen a lot of reaction to it. But all you have to know is that the people that were actually involved in it, they got exactly what they wanted. Now, I, I get that we were witness to it. We're not those parties. They don't care about us. So for any time you see that people, like when people say, well, you know, the NFL really cost themselves fans. Do you think they care about fans? Like, do you honestly think that they're sitting in their boardrooms? Oh, my God. Are the fans going to be okay with this? They, ca- they only care about the fans as much as, as how much money they can make off of the, the fact that they have fans. It's almost like, like a, a farmer to his crops. Like the farmer does not really care personally about the tomatoes. It's just about how much money he can make on the tomatoes. The NFL got paid $110 million for one NFL playoff game. 
I, I don't I don't know if people are like joking when they're like, well, the, the league, they have to worry about the fans. Do you really think that they care about the fans? I know I might buy, be naive about things, but do you live in like a cotton candy house? But you see people say, the, oh, is the NFL really this greedy? Yes, 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 they are. Yes, yes, they are. If they could legally have people show up to the stadiums, to games, and they could pick them up by their ankles and shake out every last penny, they, they would. So the NFL got exactly what they wanted, and Peacock got exactly what they wanted. Peacock was the number one most downloaded app last weekend. They're usually like not, not even in the top 10. I think they're not even usually in the top 50. They're, they're kind of they're, they're back of the pack in terms of streaming services. They're not Netflix. They're not Amazon. They're not Hulu. They're Peacock. Last weekend, they were the number one most downloaded app. I think they were also like the number one search term on Google. Now, I guess some of those searches were to find out who to yell at about the game being on Peacock, but they wanted attention. They got attention. They paid $110 million to get attention. And, and how you judge what a, a good deal is, is would the people involved do it again? And Peacock would absolutely do it again. And I can bet you money right now the NFL absolutely will do it again. They're, they're right now talking to the Hulu people. And the and the what are some of the other ones? Fubi? Is there, is, is there a Fubi? Crackle. Hey, Crackle people, would you like to ha- host an NFL playoff game? Do you have $150 million? Because I'll tell you right now, if Crackle or Hubi or Tubi or Booby, whatever it is, if they do have $150 million, you will be downloading the Booby app next 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 year this time. <laughs> You'll be on your phone say, "Hey, how do I download this Booby app? Whatever this thing is." Trust me, you and I will be too. And the searches that will pop up on your screen, Jason Whitlock is already going to have problems with those. All right, let's go back to the phone. Why is he showing up? These all right. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. Uh, Mike is in New York. The correct term instead of mentor. Uh, Mike has an answer for us. Mike, what's the uh, what's the answer here, buddy? Gordon, how you doing? So I believe the term you're looking for is a, a realist, someone who talks someone down. Realist, okay. Realist. Interesting. Right? Uh huh. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right term or not. Are, are you someone? I don't want to give away too much about you, Mike. But are you someone who has uh, been involved in this on one side or the other? I mean, you know, maybe people have been on that side for me at one point. Okay, all right, you know interesting, interesting. Yeah. So right. this is a term right. you have used in the real world, is what I'm asking. You have real-world yeah. experience yeah. with it. All right, interesting. Real-world experience, um, and I believe if you download the Booby app, you're going to get something that you're not Yeah, yeah well, it, no, it's spelled B-O-B-I. It's, not, it's, it's a completely uh, different oh, Booby. Oh, yeah, right. no, you don't have to worry right. about it. It's okay, right. Mike. All right, right. Mike. Got it. Got all right, Mike, thanks for the phone call. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's go to, let's hear, John is in Paramus. John. What's going on? Hey, John. Oh, boy. John, are you there? John and Paramus. All right, John's not there. Let's go to James in Spring Valley. Hey, Gordon. What's going on, man? Hey, James. How are you? What's going on? Good, good. Big shout out to the company. First off, um, it is a realist. A realist. Okay, that's the term. All right, that's what we're looking for. Great, thank you. A a realist. A realist is someone that um, that that keeps things in perspective, and Mm -hmm. that when someone is going too high, yeah, they they try they try to reason with them and try to logic them and try to say, hey, listen, man, you're you're talking crazy talk. 
Mm-hmm. Let's keep things in perspective. That's number one. Number two, Harvey's awesome. That's my guy. You know, Joe mm-hmm. Leo, hope you feel better. That's number two. Number mm-hmm. three, Call went down I got to ask this. Yeah. I got to ask this, Gordon. Um, I know, you know, I know that you're still upset about your Dolphins, but you kind of expect this. But as for the Giants, you know, the, t- the team in New York that actually have won something, mm-hmm. which is the last New York team to win something, mm-hmm. um, what are the Giants going to do in the draft? Because I talked to Ari about this, and I want to bring this in the air. The Giants have the sixth pick. Obviously, like you just said, when they won those games against the Patriots and the Commanders and the Packers, they lost their chance. So at number six, do you think the Giants go, like, best player available, like, say, you know, like whatever that receiver is from LSU or Washington, or do the Giants trade up to, say, three? Because I I, I don't think they're getting Caleb Williams. I don't think they're getting Drake May. I think, like, maybe Jaden Daniels, depending on how the, um, you know, the Patriots feel about him. Because after that, I mean, you would assume the Cardinals and the Chargers are not dropping a quarterback. So would you think three would be likely if the Giants were the trailer? Do you think, all right, they're going to stay, take best player available, and then maybe draft the quarterback in the second or third round like J.J. McCarthy? Uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, and James, thanks for the phone call. Um, they're not trading up to get Jaden Daniels either because uh, I would think that the Patriots probably need Jaden Daniels, right? I, I mean, we're still very far away, but I would think that the, 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 the Giants are clearly not getting one or two. So, yeah, I, I would think that the next spot to trade up would be three if the Patriots, for whatever reason, uh, decide that Jaden Daniels is not for them. Um, but I, don't, I think that that's kind of out of the, 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 the realm of possibility, too, because the, the Patriots are going to need a quarterback. So, yeah, the Giants, I think, are the, the paths forward most likely – now, maybe we get into the, the draft season and things get shifted and Daniels is not expected to go that high and maybe he's still on the board at six. That's, I guess, a possibility. But I think for the Giants, you have to look at it, best player available. And that's just, you never want to just be drafting for need, but if you need a quarterback and there's one available, it kind of forces your hand a little bit. But no, the, the Giants are not trading up to almost certainly to get a quarterback. And I don't even know if that would be the right move anyway because they have they need everything on offense. And, and even if they drafted whoever at three and they were a good quarterback, the chances of him actually reaching that level of success based on what you would have to give up to get up there at three. Again, the Niners, when they traded up for Trey, uh, Trey Lance, I think they were at six that year. I'll go back and look. And they traded up to three, and they gave up three number one picks. Giving up those three number one picks – severely hampers the chances of whatever quarterback you do take there of being successful. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Answering questions and taking your calls. That's what we do here on the Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. There is a streaming service named Tubi. That was the one I was thinking. And there's also a streaming service named FUBU. So I had combined the FUBU and the Tubi. And there's also another one called Freebie. So you saw where I was going there. You understand why things got derailed the way they did. But the point still remains. If Tubi or FUBU or Freebie, if they can somehow scrounge together $150 million 
and go to the NFL and say, hey, we want to host a NFL playoff game exclusively on Tubi or FUBU or Freebie, the NFL will say, wow, this is, this is the best. This is the future. We're, we're doing this for the future of the league, and we're doing this for fans worldwide. They'll come up with something. Trust me, they'll come up with something. But they'll absolutely make sure that that game is on Tubi or FUBU or Freebie. Or whatever, whatever new streaming services come up from now until, until then. We're not going back is the point. That's the point. Do, now, do we know for sure that, that uh, Peacock, do they have another game next year or is that not decided as of yet? Do you know that, Harvey? Maybe I'm asking the wrong person. I don't know off the top, the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But What about the bottom? Wait, relax yourself. But I'll say this. Because of the NBC fi- affiliate, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that they do have another one. Right, I would think. We're not going back. There's going to be another playoff game on Peacock next year, too. So you just re-download. It'll be in the cloud until then, and then you re-download, and then you cancel it right after the game. And honestly, because Paramount is a CBS affiliate, I was watching the Bill Steelers game from Paramount, so it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't surprise me if next year or whenever absolutely. there'll be a Paramount exclusive yep. game. Absolutely. I don't know where Paramount is in terms of the most downloaded apps. I know that Peacock in the past has not been in the top 10, top 20, and they went from 20 to 1 or 50 to 1. I'm sure that any struggling, especially one, the Paramount is the perfect one because they are, they're tied to a, a network. So, yeah, they, they're, they'll probably have one, too. So you, you get used to it. You're going to be like uh, you're going to be like Thanos with the, the five. What do you call them? The jewels, the, the infinity stones, right? Crossing all different platforms here. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phone, shall we? Let's go to Omar is in Brooklyn. Oh, it's good. The, the, the one positive of the Bills still being in the playoffs is that we still get to hear from Omar in Brooklyn. <laughs> good morning, God. Name oh, how you? happy he is. He's so happy. Yeah. Go ahead, my friend. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know what is your pick for tomorrow game. I hope that you pick uh, with my bills. But uh, there is a, a lot of scenarios that happen in today's world. Like when, if, for example, like bills want uh, to win this game and how everybody's saying that they are so deflated with the injuries and if they lose the game that they can never win against Kansas City Chiefs, that abbreviation that comes and the logic that comes has no meaning to it. It's just a specific the way it is. For so many years, all my teams, like you, you told about your teams, my team, every time I went with the defending champion, there's always that great player next to me, LeBron sitting next to Carmelo Anthony, uh, uh, Michael Jordan sitting next to uh, uh, Patrick Ewing, uh, uh, Jim Kelly, losing on four uh, uh, straight Super Bowls. So I haven't seen a championship, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. And this is the first time I can feel it. Feel it, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think the passion, the desire to win at any cost, the hunger with the uh, and that hunger that I just want to bring that point to every Bills fan and they will understand how much press conferences I, I used to love Pat Riley after uh, the Knicks loss in the playoffs to Chicago Bulls and his his demeanor and his uh, everything that comes into his voice with a loss that I, I, I can feel him 
at that time, right? I was such a big Pat Riley fan. McDermott, what Josh Allen has become in last five years, even he has an off season or he has a lot of interception uh, 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 throws, but the way his image has grown up and how much uh, mature he has gotten in the uh, press conferences and you can feel him as a Buffalo Bills fan the way he is. And it has all right, all so Omar, to- how confident are you that the Bills are going to win this game? I will say that I uh, how scale much one to ten. Scale one to ten, I think it is eight out of ten. Eight out of ten that they win this game. All right. And there's always that two percent chance. But the the inner desire, uh, the build fandom, the uh, uh, the passion and desire of head coach and this whole fan base and the game in Buffalo, mm. I don't think we are losing it this time. Let's well, go, Bills. Fans need you. Fans yes. need this victory. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen needs that victory. Mm. And for the first time, I can say, for the most of for everything, McDermott needs that victory because he has gone through hell with everything, that he's not a great coach. He's a great, strong character, well-built man, and he has built Josh Allen to a great man, and mentally he has become focused and strong to win this game at every cost. All right, Omar. There goes Omar. All right. Uh, he's very confident. I, I was I was going to take the Bills. Hearing Omar's confidence, uh, I might have to. We'll do picks at 11 o'clock. And last week, what a start we got off to. 4-0 start. Now, we finished 4-2, and but still, that's pretty good. The perfect postseason, it will have to wait for another year. But we were close. When we got to 4-0... There was a time where I used to play like the lottery back in the day. And I remember one time I watched the lottery drawing live and I had the first four numbers and I was watching them come down. I knew I had the first four numbers and I was convinced I'm going to be a millionaire. It was, it was, it was done. I would have bet my life that this all time has led to this. Uh, I did not get the last two numbers. I got like $150. It's very disappointing. But when we got the first four games right last week, I thought, oh, here we go. We're finally going to pull it off. But the Steelers let us down. The Steelers let us down. No backdoor cover. I was kind of hoping there. It looked like it was a possibility for a moment, but that moment was gone. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. More on the Giants. More on the football. We got to get into the Knicks. Do you realize the Knicks are back tonight as well? Oh, my goodness. We got so much stuff to do. It's the Gordon Tamer Show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Large step into the aggressive category. Is this, is this tied into something here? Or why, why do we go with that? No, but we got to raise the intensity of the show. Is that right? Is that what it is? All right, let's do it. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's run through some of these calls. Brian is in Milburn. Brian, go, my man. Dana, how you doing today, sir? I'm good, uh, I just want to say, uh, the Giant fans, they call here. You know, I'm a 49er fan. They say, hey, you make a statue of Leonard Marshall and Joe Montana knocking them out the game. That's the only time they could beat us when they knock that quarterback out. So I respect well, that. Well, they, they, they beat you, though. They beat you. Yeah, and yeah, it wasn't yeah, like you yeah, brought yeah, in yeah. a schlub afterwards. You had Steve Young. <laughs> I know, I know, but he ain't developed that yet. Just that, like right, like there, where you be that Steve Young, so he mm. could pull us through that little thing. But uh, no, no, no problem. But they really, they really realize 
they need to build their offensive line. So no matter who they put back there, they're going to get them hurt if they don't build their offensive line. I just don't quite understand why, they, you know, all these years, you know, they can't ever build it, and now they want to get rid of Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones, like you said, depend on where the quarterback go. If Daniel Jones would have with McVay or Shanahan or, or, or Reed, he'd be a superstar. Thanks, Brian, for the phone call. I mean, he can't stay healthy. Now, yes, they do have to build the offensive line. It ain't like they ain't trying. I mean, they drafted Evan Neal, seventh overall. The the guy, uh, John Michael Schmitz, he was a second-round pick. They picked a guy in the third round two years ago. Was it a Zudu or Zudu, whatever it is? So they're, they're, they're spending resources on the offensive line. They're trying. It's just that they're, they're not making uh, – it's like the Jets. Jets. It's not like the Jets have ignored the offensive line. They've tried to pour resources into it. Now, going into last this past year with, with the tackle situation being what it was, I think we all kind of questioned it at the time, but it's not a surprise that it went sideways. They're, they're trying to fix the offensive line. They just haven't done a very good job of it. It's one thing if, if they just ignored it. The Giants have not ignored it. But outside of Andrew Thomas, who gets hurt a little bit as well, it's not uh, it's not been fixed. And I think that I think I've said this before on the air: the hiring of that offensive line coach that's going to be the most important hire that they make this off season. Maybe even more so than defensive coordinator. Tony's in Staten Island. Tony, go. Hey, Gordon, how are you? I'm good. What do you got? All right, so uh, uh, Harvey playing a little Godsmack there, very aggressive music. Anyway, yes. uh, Giants. Maybe you go with Justin Fields. Maybe maybe things maybe things are somewhere in the middle with Dable. Maybe you keep him. You know, you will keep him as a coach. He's good with the quarterback. Maybe you make a stab. If you can't get May, maybe you make a stab at Justin Fields. You don't give up too much. Uh, you build up the offensive line. You stick to free agency. You draft well in the later rounds. Um, that that being with uh, you know Dable with a good plan. So hopefully all this nonsense with Dable, we can move ahead. Uh, play NFL playoffs. Um, I think the best game of the week will be the Bills Chiefs, and um, it's basically a roll of the dice as, as far as I'm concerned. Have a great day today, Gordon. All right, Tony. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I, well, look, I mean the Bills have to win that game. Uh, there's no if ands or buts. Got gotta win that game. Lonnie is in Harlem. Lonnie, what's going on, my friend? Oh, and then Uncle Dama, Harvey. And you know why Harvey played that song uh, coming back? Because he, he thinks he's standing alone back there on the uh, phones and all of that. Meanwhile, he can't even maintain to pick up the phone. He hung up on me the first time I called in. Uh, anyway, I apologize. Him, there's no, there's him, only so much I can do, Lonnie, you know? I'm, I'm working with what him, I can. He has the phone in one hand and a sippy cup in the other. I mean, what's mm-hmm. going on over there? Mm-hmm. Anyway, good morning. Uh, good morning, company. And uh, Gordon just wanted to call in and thank you for you know, uh, you know, yesterday again to know you being on the uh, company uh, Instagram and all of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, Lonnie has his own um, podcast now for the company, and he's. Uh, I was. Uh, I was a I, guest I, yesterday. I, was I your first guest yesterday? I wouldn't say it's a podcast, but yeah, well, yeah, she was it's something. What guest. is it? It's an Instagram live, right? Right. So it's like a video. Yeah, like the, right. It's basically. I'm just trying to you know get. To get to know more of the hosts as well as the producers as, mm-hmm. um, for us, the uh, company members. So, as well so as was I? Was I your first guest? Was I the first host that you've done that with? You was the first guest of host, the first person. Yes. Now who's 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 on. next up on the list? Have you gotten any confirmations uh, from anybody I else? I don't want to. I don't want to put that out there because you don't want to give it away. You know, I want everybody. You, let me ask you this: without saying names, do you have a second person locked in already? 
not locked in because mm. I'm still waiting for that person to actually give me a date. I actually just spoke to Harvey about it because I sent him a message because I want him to get on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm trying to get everybody. Jolie, I just want to say, you know, a shout out to Jolie. I hope he feels a little better. I hope he gets back in as um, soon as possible. And, uh, yeah, so basically, uh, uh, you, you know, you, you spoke about the Giants a little bit earlier. I know what you was doing. You was pushing my buttons because we spoke about that yesterday. I'm not really going to bring that on air. All I'm going to say is, listen, people check the history. It's, you know, African-American quarterbacks and the Giants don't really uh, go together. And, um, yeah, the playoffs to me, I just think it's three major teams, and they're all in the AFC that basically need to get it done this year. The Bills. The Ravens, as well as um, who did I say earlier? No, I, yeah, well, yeah, I think really it's just the Bills and the Ravens right, that need to get it done. There's, there's only four teams left in the oh, AFC. No. So and, it's not... and, right, right, and exactly, and it's those two in the AFC, and then I say the NFC team is the 49ers because okay. all three of the, their windows could be possibly closing. Mainly the Bills because you don't really know what the coaching, as well as Josh Allen and the pieces around him. And then um, with the 49ers, you don't know how long the you know the contract with Purdy and everything, and then the pieces around him as well. And then really with the Ravens is because, you know, Lamar, this might be his second year getting the MVP. And then now that he, you know, he has the team that can actually get it done. And, you know, they've been, you know, killing, you know, teams, you know, this whole season. So, like you said, if they don't really put no points up, it's not going to look good. But they no. really just need to get it done. It don't matter how they get it done. They could put up ten as long as they win. They need to get it done. Those are the three. Like those are the three main teams that I think really need to get it done this year. And I just want to thank you for yesterday. All right, and thank you for taking my I call. I appreciate it. All right, man. There, there goes Lonnie, the leader of the company. Um, yeah. So um, Lonnie le- listed half of the teams in the NFL. That <laughs> yeah, it's the playoffs. You, we all have to get it done. They all, they all have pressure on them. Uh, to me. It is a little different. Like, if the Ravens don't make the Super Bowl this year, that's one thing. But if Lamar Jackson can't go out and play well, he is going to have to put up, when, and, and Lamar Jackson fans are going to have to deal with that narrative that he doesn't play well in the biggest of spots. It doesn't matter how many MVPs. It almost makes it worse that he has two MVPs or will have two MVPs and um, is not able to, to fire when it's the most critical in the playoffs. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. NFL picks. We're on a heater, people. We'll try to continue it next on The Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Getting to know you. 